You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome. This is Locked On Bulldogs here on Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Glad you guys are here with us today. I am Clint. My counterpart, Daniel, is in the midst of catching up on Masters, why we weren't here at the end of last week, because uh, Braves baseball started and the Masters was on. I don't know if you guys know those two things. Uh, it was kind of utopia for a lot of you sports fans. So Daniel is otherwise occupied catching up on Masters uh, and and making sure nobody talks to him. Glad you're here, though. Uh, this is Locked On Bulldogs. You're Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, Daniel and I talk about UGA the way that you do as fans. We're not gurus or insiders. Here's a hint because there's no such thing. We all get the same news about the same time, y'all. And we might have some people connected. We might not. Who's to say? But I will tell you this. We talk like fans do. So expect a lot of fan talk on this podcast. If you don't like talking like a fan, then I, I don't know why you are a fan because Talking like a fan's awesome. Uh, today's episode, um, we're going to talk about three things as we get into this. We're going to talk about the latest addition to the transfer portal. And I know that's a dirty word to a lot of you dog fans out there. We got two new additions to that. We got two offensive linemen who have said, hey, I'm going to put my name out there. See what I can get out in the transfer portal. See who's biting. Put my bait on the line and throw it out there. Uh, and those two are Mims and Clay off the offensive line. Uh, both at one time highly recruited, highly talented high school players haven't found a lot of time to play at UGA. And so they're hoping to go elsewhere to get maybe an NIL deal or playing time to get on to the next level. We're going to talk about those two guys. We're going to talk about who's leaving, what the impact of that is. Should you be panicked? And number two, uh, maybe you should. Uh, and then lastly, what do the dogs do after this? And I might have a few answers for you. To go, But first, let's talk about these two players. Mims has been long talked about as depth to the tackle position. We got McClendon coming back, and we have Broderick Jones coming back, bookending the offensive line, who did a very, very incredible job in the national championship game against Alabama. If you guys saw Broderick Jones, he was just manhandling fools out there. And McClendon held his own on the right tackle. We feel good heading into next season with those two guys, Lynch pinning an offensive line that I think should be uh, rather incredible. SVP in the middle. Tate Ratledge Erickson uh, combination of those guys coming in. It's going to be something uh, that we're excited for. We have no problem with it. Uh, we have some other depth, Xavier Trust, but uh, on the center position, Clay, as well as tackle position, Mims just couldn't crack. Uh, rumors are out of UGA, reports are that Mims uh, wanted to be gone after uh, the Natty, didn't see his playing time increasing, was told, hey, just. Settle down, young buck. Come on back. Compete. He was told coming out of high school, as all recruits are. By the way, listen here. Bama fan, Florida fan, Kirby's line of folks. Every coach in America, I can guarantee you every single coach is going into a kid's family room, sitting down and telling them, yeah, you're going to compete for playing time. Why? Because if you're not a competitor, you don't play sports. You know you have to compete for playing time. And if you're not competing, if a coach came in and said, hey, you're going you're gonna to hang out for a year, no kid wants that. He's going to go somewhere we can compete and get playing time. So Kirby's not lying. He said it, and it was true because we've said on this podcast earlier, Kirby plays the best five offensive linemen. 
And they come into spring every single time. They come into summer. They come in, whoever the best five practice, even midseason, they get to play. Uh, Mims could not crack. It looks like McClendon and Broderick are holding those down. Two very effective, very talented tackles. Uh, and Webb's behind a possible All-American in SVP. Like, I, I don't want to say, yeah, you're, you're not going to unseat him. He's incredible. He anchored an offensive line. Like, these kids need to go do what's best for them. And, and again, many of you shall, I, I don't know, I don't want to say bemoan the new name, image, and likeness and what this does for college football. But honestly, maybe these kids catch on somewhere else. Maybe it's better for them. Maybe maybe punishing a kid that doesn't fit in a system, it doesn't fit in a school and keeping them there and forcing them there isn't the best thing in the entire world. I'm just suggesting to you, maybe this is good for all parties. Maybe... UGA, you're like, oh, UGA gets to put it on depth from these two guys departing. Yeah, an injury could change some things around, but we got two bookend tackles. We got an, a potential All-American center. These guys weren't playing outside of the injury, and if that's the case, then you're always going to say, well, they're untested. Who knows? You got talent, sure, you got skill, but they haven't been in the game gelling, and we're going to get to in segment two and three what an offensive line does. So those two guys head to the transfer portal. Who knows if they're actually going to go? They Transfer portal, again, just means they put their name out there and they see the response and they could come back and they could remain at UGA or they could go elsewhere. Um, I think Mims, by the way, is not going to stick in the SEC. I think he's gone. I think he's going to go uh, closer to home. I think he's going to go to the ACC, um, somewhere like that. And he's going to go get money uh, to come start right away at left tackle so he can go get a bigger pay day later. Uh, we're going to talk about why you might possibly be freaking out after this. But first, I want to let you know about Built Bar. Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. How do I know? I've tried every single one of them, and I mean literally every single one of them. They are high in protein. They are low in sugar. They are high in fiber. They taste great. Uh, it's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and I'm not joking you when I say that. Uh, they have soft, ooey-gooey flavors that just melt in your mouth. Uh, Executive producer intern Michael has said, put them in your freezer for a couple days. Get those out. Pro tip right there. Uh, they have crispy ones. Uh, they're on-the-go meal replacement pre-workout, post-workout. They are keto approved. They fit whatever diet you're doing. Uh, they're incredible. You need to head over right now to BuiltBar.com. Put in the promo code LOCKEDON15 for 15% off your entire order. That's BuiltBar.com. Uh, promo code LOCKEDON15 to get 15% off your entire order. One box, two boxes. Uh, a whole gaggle of boxes, whatever flavor you want, fruit flavors, mix and match chocolate. They're delicious. Get over there right now to builtbar.com. Locked on 15. Told you maybe you should be freaking out. And 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 I want to give you, I want to give credit to a couple of people. One, uh, dogs stats, dogs underscore stats on Twitter. Go follow him. He's fantastic as well as Graham Coffee, uh, dogs out west. Uh, these guys put out incredible content. They break news for us quite a bit. We like following them. They're a good follow. No insiders. Um, Dog Stats is just giving out these stats, metrics. It's incredible stuff. He's been on the podcast before. We love him a great deal. So uh, Graham Coffee and Dog Stats, want to give you guys credit uh, for just a quick little image here. If you're watching us on the YouTube, if you're over on uh, audio, I'm going to say this for you. If you're on YouTube, you can see what's in front of you. Just a little, little screenshot of what uh, they did for us. Uh, but here's returning career snaps. Now, uh, on this is Clay Webb. Clay Webb has also apparently been in the portal. 
with Mims, but we got McClendon, who is a four star, rated at uh, 0.913, over 1,400 snaps. Warren Erickson, four star, 0.907, over 1,000 snaps. SVP, Cedric, uh, four star, 0.97, with a, close to 900 snaps. Broderick, uh, five star, 0.99 at 463. That dude's just a beast. And we got Truss, and, and we go down Clay Webb. 0.98 at 25 snaps, so on and so forth. This is the depth for next year, minus Clay Webb. Plenty of talent, four stars, three stars, and a couple of five stars yet to be there. Tate Ratledge, Micah Morris, Dylan Fairchild, notably on those uh, who are yet to be in the system so far. Um, but he, here's what I want to tell you. Maybe maybe you shouldn't freak out. And I'm, I, I showed you that to show who we have. I showed you that with who we have coming back on the best five. Uh, I want to give you a couple of uh, case examples, if I could, if I may, if I may present into evidence, maybe some things of why you shouldn't panic. Uh, I'm going to give you three names. And I'm going to let you know while the offensive line is, you need talent, the offensive line. I'm not saying you don't need talent. What I'm suggesting to you is sometimes the best offensive line classes, best offensive line groups. Think Michigan, Wisconsin, okay? Uh, because all they do is they maul people and they get into that physical fist fight in a booth. But every single year, they're they're out there for the trophy of best offensive linemen every single year. And they don't get, a, they get guys going there because they know they have a history of it. But y'all, these kids aren't the elite of the elite most of the time. These are three stars that turn into five stars that go on to have productive NFL careers and they get developed. And the most important thing out of offensive line is cohesion and communication and passing blocks off and being smart between the ears, as well as having a stiff forearm jab uh, and, and strong presence on the hand to stop these guys. So when blitzing comes, how you handle assignments, how you handle the scheme, how you how you execute is far more important on the offensive line. And you can mask a lot of problems on the offensive line where you're deficient on skill and strength. You can develop that very easily with incredible coaching and incredible system and incredible cohesion. So I'm going to give you a couple names uh, to hope accentuate this point. Let me give you McClendon, our current right tackle. Uh, he was ranked 227 according to 24-7, so 227th prospect overall. Still pretty high, still a consensus uh, top 500 guy. But he wasn't top 10, top 15, top 14, top like we're going to get to in a moment. And he's locking it down to take it away from a five-star kid, Mims, who couldn't beat him out. And yes, he's been in the system, and that's my point. He's been in the system longer. He knows the system, and Mims couldn't beat him. And he's 227th ranked in his class when he came out according to 24-7. That should tell you something. Skill alone isn't going to do it for you. Next, I'm going to give you another name. How about Solomon? You remember Solomon Kinley? Three-star kid. Comes out, is one of my all-time favorite offensive linemen at UGA. Had an incredible career. Uh, Three-star kid. Uh, slaying fools on the offensive line for, for uh, just incredible, incredible rushing performances behind him. How about Isaiah Wynn outside the top 100 and all of a sudden gets drafted, goes to the Patriots, is on a club. Isaiah Wynn, uh, yeah, he showed out in the combine. Yeah, he showed out at UGA, but but make no mistake, he did not have the precedent as a Mims. He did not have the fanfare as a Mims, and yet this guy has a productive NFL career, held down tackle at UGA, one of our all-time favorites still. And I'm going to give you another name. How about Isaiah Wilson, five-star, 16th-ranked kid coming out of his class, and I know there is much to do, but if, if you're going to tell me I got Andrew Thomas, I got, I got, 
Isaiah Wilson. Give me Andrew Thomas all day, every day. He's the best left tackle ever to play at UGA. Yes, I said it. He's the best left tackle to ever have played at UGA. If Daniel was here, he would agree with me. We have a lot of you guys come at us for that. I know Stitchcomb brothers are there. I know Stitchcomb, like he's just a, a household name at UGA, but I'm telling you right now, Andrew Thomas, best left tackle to ever have played at UGA. Twice the tackle that Isaiah Wilson is. Isaiah Wilson, five-star, 16th ranked. Shouldn't have been drafted so high. Got drafted on size alone. Did not perform well at UGA. Performed admirably, but not incredibly. Um, he was top, and, and we got McClendon. Now, for, for my take, give me McClendon over somebody like Isaiah Wilson all day long. Because of experience, because of cohesion, because of smarts, because of how he sets his feet, because of how he does technique. Should you be freaking out? No. No, you shouldn't be freaking out. Because we have guys that can develop. We have coaches that can develop. We have systems that can develop. We have we have incredible skill talent all the way around. And yeah, we said offensive line this year is is pretty set with the tackles. And at center, what does that mean going forward? I, I don't know. We need to recruit like we do every single year. Like this isn't something new. You can't say all of a sudden, oh no, oh, we're we're at a dearth for offensive linemen. No, we're not. We're not. Look, we're not at a dearth for offensive linemen. Okay? We're not at all. Who knows, Austin, three-star kid. I, I don't know. He's a wrestler, got a background, might be pretty good. Lindbergh, Micah, Tate Ratledge, Dylan Fairchild. That, that's not a dearth. We have people there. No, you shouldn't be freaking out because we've seen hugely talented people come through and not make it. We've seen semi-talented people come through and make it big. We've seen talented come through and make it big. We've seen it all. You shouldn't freak out. Best five. It's more about cohesion and how they work together. I'm going to come back after this and tell you more about where we go. Um, maybe we're going to talk about some news to twenty to, to Locked On Bulldogs as it pertains to recruiting and, and what we might be able to get and who we might be able to get on the show talking about that. But first, I want to let you know about betonline.com. BetOnline is your sports book experts. Uh, they are the place that Daniel and I go for all of our wagering online. We have placed... Uh, Hey, shout out who did shock at the masters and uh, took the world number one to win this guy right here. Uh, Scotty, well done on the masters win. And I went over to betonline.net to do so. Um, Bet online, your sports book experts. Uh, they have incredible, incredible, uh, whatever you really need. Uh, props, over-unders, futures, season win totals, single games, Parlays, Bet Online is your sportsbook experts. Their official Locked On Bulldogs, official Locked On Podcast Network sponsors. Only place we trust to wager. Uh, and come season when we do Thursday edition of Locks, they will be the only place that we give out our locks and tell you to go to to put your hard earned cash to action for you betting on these games. Bet Online, your official sportsbook experts. All right, where do we go from here? Here's where we go. Again, this this little thing, for those of us on the audio side, I'm putting up the career snaps coming back, uh, brought to you by Dog Stats and Grand Coffee Dogs Out West. Um, look, we got McLennan, who's incredible. We got we got Roger Joes, who's incredible. We got Warren Erickson. We got Van Pran. Uh, we're, we're set. We got Tate Ratledge, who I think is going to do great things. He had the starting position down before, uh, got injured. So that's next year we're set. Now you're telling me we got uh, guys behind them 
Okay. Warren Erickson, uh, much chagrin. Many, many dog fans don't like, really like him. I, I don't get it. He's incredible. We got Lindbergh. We got Michael Morris. We got Fairchild. We got guys coming back. We got who knows who's going to come back from next year's crop. And we got guys behind them and they're developed and they've been in the system. These are not freshmen coming in. And we got this crop coming. Those are just returning snaps, not, not including this year's. And we can go recruit and the power G is going to carry something. And the new offensive line coach has some history at UGA and Todd Munkin is still there. And I don't know if you all know this. We got recruiting news of people coming in and we got maybe possibly a shot at Arch Manning. Like, no, we shouldn't freak out. Yes, I'm not sitting here saying offensive line, you don't need talent. Don't hear me say that. I never said that once on this podcast. What I am saying is it's better to get a system in place in which guys can accelerate their growth, a la Andrew Thomas. And if Mims wants to go on and get money at Miami or Florida State or wherever he's going to go, more power to you. You couldn't beat out McClendon. So why do I feel good about this year? Because we have the best tackle starting for us. Because the guy that's leaving is not the guy that won the job. The guy that's leaving is the guy who couldn't beat out the guy who has the starting job. It's competition, guys. It's college football. If you don't like this, you don't like sports. I, I don't know what else to say to you. Don't freak out. We are in good hands. We have great coaches. It's UGA. We're going to get recruiting trail back up. And yeah, we haven't recruited as hard since Pittman left, but did Sam Pittman win a national championship? I just ask. He didn't. We did. Yes, they don't make them like Andrew Thomas. Yes, Roger Jones is a freak dude. Can we get more? Yeah, we can recruit. Do I believe in that? Yeah, I do. Just like nobody thought when we lost people before we can get tight ends like we do now in Brock Bowers or wide receivers like we do in George Pickens. And we are, and we will, and it's fine. Chill. This has been Locked On Bulldogs here on Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We will see you guys tomorrow.